0: Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. We are here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. You can phone us if you want to at 356-9397. That's 356-WDWS. Or you can text us at 217-351-5357. All right. As I mentioned earlier, we don't have Steve Brown or John Weisgarver today. I always like to say they're on sabbatical. Oh, too bad. <laughs> good morning, Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning to our special guest today, Sharon
1: Herb. Good morning. Good
0: morning, Sharon. I said. Uh, I said for mnemonic devices, I like to find <laughs> songs for people. And, okay. Because uh, you're of course. <laughs> come on, Marianne.
1: Oh, she, come on, Marianne. She's Jim <laughs> that's Stafford. That's I ain't
0: Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you never know. Anyway, hey, whatever a, works. A humid week we've had. I hadn't noticed, and I don't think we're gonna get a break. <laughs> and I was talking to Dave earlier, and I said, I know there are things out there that are really appreciating this humidity.
1: Oh, weeds love this stuff. <laughs> weeds overnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're overnight. this big, and then whoa the next day. Whoa, it's like, whoa. You betcha. <laughs> I know it's it's amazing what does and doesn't like what kind whatever kind of weather is going to happen, but hot, humid August to call it dog days, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Uh, weeds love this weather. Yeah, love it. <laughs> you know, let, the less rain they get, the better they like it. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. But then again, when we get a lot
0: of rain, they like suddenly <laughs> They like that too.
1: Yeah. I think it's called advantageous um, living or. Or survival the fittest, and anything fits them. Thank you. Oh, that's, I like that. That okay. works. <laughs> okay. Now, on the flip side, though, things
0: uh, that are good things that are really enjoying this, any of the tropicals, right? Or am I wrong?
1: Oh, I, Only I, some. Sharon, I don't know what you've got planted in your yard, but the tropicals in my yard are just going crazy. The banana, um, my, um, um thingies you know the tall ones the cannas oh the thingies (laughs) well you know sometimes those words go out of my mind but but the picture i had the picture in my mind if you can't read my mind well i'm sorry
0: that's all right you had the hand gestures going and everything going on the
1: eyes were going trying to come up with that name can the can my cannas are beautiful do you have tropicals in your yard i
2: only have one set of cannas they're water cannas Uh uh-huh and of course they're in a uh, container sealed container they're just water and they've gotten so big this year. I had to stick big rocks in there to hold them to up. To
1: hold them up, Is Isn't did. that.
2: Fabulous. I've never done that before, but I did. And they have—they're very green and have little yellow flowers oh, at the top. Oh, pretty! But customers that have uh, customers that have pots, I have a lot of. Cannas in there. The containers. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> to call it a pot. That's, that's all right. You know? I love <laughs> it. That's no, all right. We've fits been right calling in. them pots for years. Fits, I'm still going to call them pots. Fits right in, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Container gardening. So, <laughs> there you go.
1: Very good.
0: Anyway,
2: they, I, there's a lot of that. And then the heat, they really do like. Yeah. The But only the tropicals. Everything else with the heat well, you it, know is struggling to stay moist. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. So yeah, what are you doing today when you leave here? I have two gardens that I'm going to be watering. (laughs) Water,
1: water, water. Yes, and
2: and one of them I've been doing every day because it's drying out super fast. Wow. Hmm. And the other one um, is kind of a check hit and miss because she has small pots, big pots, so yes. you have to go every day. And her yeah. herb garden is really struggling. Struggling, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, containers dry out so fast, Tamara. We've talked about that before. They drain well, but that's what they're supposed to do. Um, and, and consequently, they dry out really fast. Uh, but they're
2: Lin- not holding that moisture at all. Oh, They're using it up. <laughs> Whoa, I know, it's, but um, there's nothing left. Lin- Linda and
1: I were talking uh, yesterday about... Well, we're watering every day. Mm-hmm. She said no. Nope. Yesterday, I watered twice. Yeah, there's an occasion I have so done that. My is in
2: a pot. Yeah, I have had to. Okay.
1: Containers dry yeah. out, so you just have to watch them. Just have to monitor all the time.
2: Stick that finger in there down to the knuckle Some, and go. Whoops. Sometimes you don't even
1: have to stick your finger in. They're just. Oh tell- no, you can tell. They're, they're telling you. They limp out. So that's yeah, that's the nature of container gardening though. You just gotta stay on top of it. So yeah, all of our our plants here at the store are in containers of course, so we have to monitor constantly. Oh right. So
2: yeah. Yeah, in fact, yeah, every time I'm here, y'all are out watering them. And- water, 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 water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're super hot working in a yard, come over to Prairie Gardens when they're watering, and you can just kind of stand there in the, <laughs> <laughs> the in little the mist, breeze. And we just brings water right over <laughs> you. <laughs> I've been known to say, oh, it's okay, I don't mind. <laughs> and
0: check out the, uh, all the perennials and the sales at the same time. That's, That's correct. Oh, <laughs>
2: gosh. Did you notice
1: the echinacea that I brought up, the coneflower? Oh, mm-hmm.
0: that is just the most beautiful red-orange. Isn't it? Almost an the orange. gorgeous? Just about an line orange. And mm-hmm. it's in
1: a blue pot. I mean, you can't get any better than that, can you? Nope. Well, our echinacea are just showing off right now. You know, that's what they do this time of year, the echin- mm-hmm. uh, flowers, And they're 25% off. Wow. Is that cool? I mean, this Very. is, I, in fact, I had somebody say a couple of days ago, I mean, I, you know, I'll take a couple of extra because this is the time to buy stuff when they're on sale. And it's not too late to plant by any means, is mm-hmm. it? Are you still planting, Sharon?
2: Cone flour, things that will really do well in the heat. Yeah. Nothing else, because then I have to really be there with the hose all the time. And yeah. Well, I, that's, I have enough to do. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: the issue of that's the issue of planting in the summer anyways, <coughs> is uh, keeping up with the water. Mm-hmm. Water, 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 water. Well, it
2: does help if you add a little compost and, you know, try to help your soil out a little bit. Mulch. Now, yeah. Mulch is good, too. But if you're digging a hole and you're going to plant something, throw mm. some compost in there, whether it's bagged or your own that you've processed yourself then water, then put the plant in, more soil, more compost, water, mulch, and then check it every day.
1: <laughs> absolutely. In this kind of weather, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: especially so, here. Absolutely.
0: Well, and, and once we get past the dog days of summer, do you have anything that you are looking
2: forward to putting in? or? At this time of the year in my own garden, I'm Just actually down. going through an editing. Oh. Thinking about, as I age, do I really need that Large plant that I have to trim every year. You're aging. <laughs> well, I don't look it, but no, you know. not she not. has a picture in her attic. Oh, <laughs> it's aging, <laughs> but I, I, I have in my own gardens. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go through there, and I have taken some things out that I've had for a long time. That I'm just like, I don't want to trim it next year. Like what? Well, I have some lime. I'm a big limelight hydrangea. Nice nut. That's and awesome. uh, I have some that are seven feet tall and oh. five feet wide. And they're probably 20 years old. Oh. And uh, they just, I love them, but you do have to maintain them. Even though I want them this tall because they're a privacy screen nice. between me and a neighbor. So, uh, But I, I, I have a couple that are in areas that aren't getting enough shade, so I'm watering them too much. And that's a natural resource. So I'm like, oh, and even though I have rain barrels, I try to use that water that I've captured from the roof to do that. But still, at the end of the month, you still get your water bill. So it's like, okay, yeah. maybe we need to rethink that. Yes. You know? So I've been doing some of that. And I did transfer some, uh, transplant some hydrangeas. Which uh, just recently? Yes. Oh,
1: water, water, water.
2: Yes, it was. But one, um, I have a little dead spot, and I thought, well, I'll move the smallest of them. I didn't move the big ones; these are only about four or five feet tall, so I moved those. All right. And again, <laughs> and again, if you uh, are going to transplant something now, try to do it on the coolest morning. Mm. Water it the night before. Dig a nice big trench. Have the hole ready where it's going. And then move it and keep your fingers crossed and the hose handy. Okay. So. Absolutely. Good advice. Good only advice. way. Really <laughs> good
0: advice. <laughs> this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can give us a call at 356-9397 or text 351-5357. In fact, Bill's calling in. So let's go to the phone lines here real quick talk to Bill. Good morning. Bill, how are you?
3: Good. Um, well, good. Would you... That, uh, rain we got that flooded Gibson City. Uh, nice. we were fortunate. we we got a pretty nice rain out of it. You know, nothing too much. But I'm sitting there, you know, it hasn't rained since. And I can remember years ago, I, I think I don't know if Steve or John said it was during real drought time where some yards are really, really looking bad. And he, one of them gave like a minimum amount, like, oh, something was, Pretty small, like a quarter inch every week or two weeks that will you know it won't won't make your yard lush or anything like that, but it'll keep your your grass pretty healthy. What would be uh, a minimum that you would recommend if if we get really really dry here
1: bill you're absolutely right about um the grass, and yes, I do remember a couple of drought summers, but bluegrass, which is probably the most common kind of lawn grass in, in our area, uh, does go dormant in the heat and drought. So a lot of times in August you'll see brown patches in your lawn and um, you know that hay is going across it. Um, to, to keep it alive maybe um, between a quarter and a half an inch a week.
3: Yeah, that's what I thought. I, thought yeah, I, I remember was, hearing that.
1: Yeah, they they say a, a nice healthy lawn an inch. Well, that's you know in this kind of weather, that's probably not enough. But um, probably half an inch, quarter inch, half an inch in this kind of weather would would keep it at least alive. Maybe not looking great, but at least alive. In the
3: morning. <laughs> but and you need to biggest roll. problem I have. Is I'll water after work, and then I'll move it. You know, every few hours. But some. you know what? And if you just- if
1: you can't water in the morning, m- water in the evening that's absolutely some is better than not doing it at all
3: well you have to move except except i'll fall asleep at night and then i wake up and it's like oh no i've left that one spot it's really nice and green because i left it on for 12. yep (laughs) been there done that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, probably my
2: only advice to that if you're gonna be watering with a sprinkler is don't have it go 15 feet in the air Because it's just evaporating in the air. Try to tone it down a little bit. And you may have to move it more often. But um, that's one of the things I see with people, even with the automatic irrigation systems and some of the businesses. I'm like, well, how much is that actually reaching the grass? Yeah, that's true. So save yourself some time and money and just lower it a little bit.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but but as far as as watering in the evening, if you can't water in the morning, absolutely water in the evening. But morning is better if you can. Yeah, I I don't get it that early, but.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have a new word, a new term I want to use. Alexis. Set an alarm for 9 p.m. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that was a good one. Not bad.
0: <laughs> she pays
1: attention to you. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, someday maybe we can we can have an app on our phone that will water our lawn for us when Wouldn't we that need it. Nice? There probably
2: already is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I bet there there is. I'll bet. i bet you're right, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Too funny. Well, thank you. Oh
0: you bet. Thanks for calling in. Have a good morning. Bye. All right. Good. Bye, Bill. Thank I you. Was, <laughs> three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number.
1: Alexis right. controls everything else in our home. Why not the what irrigation? No,
0: for us it's hey Google.
2: Oh yeah. Oh me,
0: no, I'm uh, so now everybody's Google all answered and popped on. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. <laughs>
2: There was something on. Uh, I don't know if it, I don't know what station we were watching, but they were showing a uh, automatic weed puller. It's a robot weed puller. I love it. <laughs> Did you happen to see no, that? No, I didn't
1: see that. That's I'm funny. N- I'm not
2: sold on it yet. But you can actually program oh. it, and it works like the vacuum cleaner that bumps into stuff and turns.
1: Oh, that's fine. And it, funny. they showed
2: it in a in a garden. How
1: does it learn to be discriminating?
2: That's what one yeah. of the things I said, and he said it, it's the size of the the weed, how tall it is. And I'm like, so you don't put it in a freshly planted garden. You have to wait till the weeds come in. It was just uh, one of those. I'm like, huh? nah, I don't think so. You haven't sold me, uh, <laughs> right? yeah. but it showed it, and I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs>
0: I know. I, I just, you know what?
2: That's when you go online and start reading the reviews
0: yeah. to see, <laughs> is
4: it really as good as
0: it looks like it is? Well,
2: since they showed it, I thought, okay, I'll watch. But I'm like, do you have any my- gardens I have I'd have to buy way too I'll just go out and do it myself one for yeah. one for each
1: garden <laughs> Yes. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. no no thanks
2: yeah. hey I'll tell you what Sharon I think uh you kind of triggered
0: something when you were talking about <laughs> cutting back your hydrangeas because Nancy's calling in from Posotum, and she's interested in the same thing it sounds like hey good morning Nancy thanks for joining us
5: thank you uh yes I was interested I'm in my fourth summer of nine limelight hydrangeas um on the north side of my house and i am amazed how much they've grown and i really want to i just love them and i want to be sure i know how to trim them and take care of them and so if you could give me some hints on when i should cut them back a little bit and anything else you can help
2: me with (laughs) you really should wait till late spring early spring, excuse me, or very late winter. So you're gonna be out there when it's kind of cold. That's when I cut mine back. You mean when your fingers can't move it's so cold? Just about, okay. yeah. And uh, the, the general consensus okay. is you can take at least a third. If you're new to this, I would tell you to take less so you have a little bit of practice. If you take a third and then it didn't turn out all right, it doesn't look as well. So just, if you've, this first time you've done it, you need really good clippers and i use my hand ones and except for my real old ones where i have to get out the long uh, loppers because the uh, branches are too thick for me to cut but usually late winter or very early spring and just about a third and i kind of shape mine i don't just cut them straight across like a hedge i give them some roundness you know look at the shape of it stand back and look at it and that is something as you're clipping you should walk away from it a little bit at least to five feet and kind of look and see what you've done you may be surprised because you get in there and you get working you're like oh okay i'll take that one that one that one and then you get out there and you've got kind of a bad haircut so just take your time keep your clippers clean and clean it clean it up after you're done so if you would leave it there all winter you have a little bit of insect problem so rake it all off put it in the compost pile
1: and uh, nancy uh, sharon mentioned that you take a, a third well, you, there's two ways to look at one-third of the plant. That's either off the uh, perimeter, all the way off the perimeter, or to, to uh, thin it out, uh, cutting out maybe some of the older stems all the way to the ground. But the other thing to remember about limelights is they bloom on new wood. So anything you, you cut back is, uh, was it going to produce anyway? So it's the new wood in the spring uh, that produces the flowers in the early summer
2: so I, I just constantly remember that, but didn't think to say that. Yeah, well,
1: so. You know, when you're a do- gardener and you start doing stuff, you just instant, <laughs> yeah. it's just an instinct, you know. Yeah. But you get the rhythm of it. But, yeah. I, yeah, it's a very rewarding practice, actually. It's kind of, it's kind of a zen, you know, the, the control issue. It's, oh. it's one of the things we can control in our garden. My husband
2: would like that because he does think I'm a control person <laughs> especially no, in my garden no
1: <laughs> imagine that
2: but it, it does look really nice and then and then in the spring when you get all your new lush uh foliage coming out and the pretty blooms you'll be real pleased with what you did yeah even if you are cold while you're doing it <laughs> uh,
5: okay winter might be february type of time is that right
2: is uh, you consider yes that if you winter Well, if you can get to your uh, hydrangeas, if we don't have so much snow, I don't like to shovel before I do it. But, um, yeah, if you can get get in there, sometimes it'll be uh, maybe the first of March when I do it. It just depends on the weather and how cold it is. Uh, I have an awful lot of them, so I tend to try to do them early spring and late winter, so I'm not trying to do them all at one time. It's just... Too many. I probably, too many. Yeah. Yeah. I have about twenty of them, so oh, uh, oh. I'd be a popsicle out there if I tried to do them ball. There's, there's Curl a
1: reason to, to wait till guess, March. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it does work, but don't be
2: afraid to do it. it it's like everything else in gardening; you, you've got to try it or you'll never know how to do it.
0: That's nice. I like that. Does that help out? Yeah, oh Well, fancy. I, I see them. Um, pardon? Pardon?
5: No. Go ahead. Say that again. Oh, oh, I, I just I, said, um, after seeing my growth this summer, it's like, okay, I really I really do need to trim this, <laughs> but I'm not sure where to start.
3: Yeah. So, How yeah, tall did you yeah, say yours are? are?
5: This is its fourth summer. Fourth summer. So I have so a picture beginning... of them in 2019, little bitty ones blooming, and I'm like, wow, they have grown.
1: <laughs> I know. It's, it's that third and fourth year that is like, whoa, did I really buy that? And then the fifth year, they're, they really start showing off. So, yeah. yeah It's right. time to start thinking about planning.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Good luck with that, Nancy. Anything else? Uh,
5: no. I think I'm okay right with you. Awesome. Okay, Have
0: good. fun. Have a nice well, day. Well, you know our number now. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for calling yes. in, Nancy. Oh, I
5: called, I called a number of times. So. Well, good. <laughs> awesome. Number, yeah.
1: Good.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for calling in. 356-9397 is our number or you can text 351-5357 for Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phones from Tuscola. Here's Mary. Good morning, Mary. Hi. How's
4: your Saturday morning going? Uh, great so far, but I've been inside most of the morning. That's <laughs> a good place out. to be some mornings. No kidding. <laughs> I've got things to do. I've got some plants out here. Well, I got them uh, for the Salvation Army that uh, you folks had. Yes. Awesome. The fundraiser and,
0: for the Salvation Army.
4: Yes. And they they have just been beautiful. And, but the Ambulance. hot weather have just worked one terrible on them. And I, yeah. if I hear a, a storm was coming, good big winds wow. or a harsh rain, and when it's really hot, I've scooted those things all over this patio. All <laughs> 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 covered, shaded and watered, but I trimmed them and really back, and they look good. Except now they're not really flowering, and I'm thinking uh, this morning I'm gonna. Put some uh, uh, fertilizer in my water in a bucket and just water them and see what that does. What do you think? I, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, they're recovering from being sheared off,
1: and and if they if the foliage is looking good, that's great. Uh, you well, th- you can get you can get fertilizers that have a bloom booster or um, um, a higher yeah. phosphorus
2: count, but uh, any fertilizer would be great. I also just yeah. use it half strength. I never do it uh, full strength. Whatever it says on the container. That's what I wondered. Because
4: either, I either do half.
2: Yeah. yeah, if they're okay. container, if they're in a, a container, that's how I do it. Because I also okay. do that in my uh, container gardens. The same thing. You can give them too much fertilizer sometimes, and then the. Well, heat, if I can... put one in Go there ahead.
4: and use half of it in one and half the other, is would that be sufficient or not?
2: Perhaps. Well. No, what I'm saying is, you dilute. If it says a teaspoon, for example, use think? a half a teaspoon to two gallons, or however your uh, directions are. Just do half yeah. of what the the. Uh, the measurement for the actual fertilizer.
0: Because if I'm okay. wrong if you put too much it can burn them kind yes. of can't it?
2: It can burn them except that
1: right now we're watering so often that we're, it we're washing them. it right out of the pot anyways. So
0: okay. if you've been good about R- watering. If it. you've <laughs> been good and it sounds <laughs> like Mary has able been. To
4: keep up. <laughs> A lot That's of cool. times it's evening you know after sun goes down and everything and I'll get out there and water but I try to get out there in the morning before the sun hits them. So, yeah, but I anyway. do too, Mary. But that doesn't often
1: work. So, <laughs> in the evenings, just fine. If you can't get out there in the morning, that's great. Yeah, I heard uh, that, the, uh, Mary. <laughs> the other thing another, you can do,
2: the other thing ahead. you can do. Uh, I have some old—they're um, actually uh, boot mats. Those little trays that you put your boots in. I have some of those. They're not very deep. And I'll put those small plants, or even if they're a little bit larger, but I put them in there and I put the water in the bottom. And that way I don't have to uh, be out there so often to put a little bit more water because it'll pull it up from the mat, from the uh, oh. boot mat. And so I have like five or six of those <laughs> and I lay them around. And that way you wouldn't be moving them so often on your patio. But that, that does help.
4: That, well, I have trays under them. Well, very good. You did a good job. Left. Wow. And if they're really, I don't let them stand in it. i lift no, them out of there. No, yeah. Exactly. And, and so Good forth. job. But yeah, you're great. doing it right. Well, another thing we were talking about when you transplanted something or when you plant, and you said um, put compost in the hole. Mm-hmm. What about just putting your peat moss in there?
1: Pe- peat moss uh, breaks up um Clayish soil also, mostly that's the purpose of compost or peat moss, is to break up clayish uh, soils. However, compost is a very gentle fertilizer, um, s- slow and very gentle. So there is a little more of an advantage with compost than peat moss.
2: But either one is good to break up that clayish soil. I just like okay. to use the compost, Mary, because it it's readily available if you don't make it yourself or you've run out. Uh, pray Gardens has a really nice compost and you just, I buy a bag of it and drag it along to where I'm going to plant and throw a handful in there. Sharon,
1: I always have a bag of compost around. Everywhere. You, you just need to have a, a, an extra bag around in mm-hmm. case you're going to plant that one more plant. That's right. I think it's one of those things you just have to have in your garden shed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have For four right I, now, Mary.
4: Well, that's good.
1: <laughs> but I also top I dress
4: I, with it. I uh, saw where uh, someone was planting 30 blueberry bushes. Holy cow. Oh my gosh. They said they they put uh, what I just asked you. Peat moss. Peat moss. moss. Compost. Uh, just the peat moss in each hole. And they've done that for years. They're farmers and they, they have blueberry patch. So
1: that's yeah, why that's, I asked.
4: That's almost essential for
1: blueberries, but they need a little more acidic of, of soil. Mm-hmm. The pH has to be a little bit different than just normal planting. But um, yeah, for, for plants like like that and even some hydrangeas like a little more acidic soils too so it, it works okay. for all, all, all sorts of things. It,
4: it's it's a great um, uh, amendment to your soils absolutely. Okay well when I saw that I thought that sounded like a good idea. Uh, <laughs> I, when my husband was living and we would transplant trees well, you know when they're small he'd uh, dig a hole and we'd throw some old uh pota- cut potatoes in and throw those in that hole and water it good and plant them what was the cut potato for just just did was it Extra to add potassium something special or, yeah.
1: <laughs> Potass- yeah potassium or something or
4: oh well, that's what they did back in oh. his mm-hmm. and uh they just cut them up not fine or anything just uh-huh. quarter them or half them and throw them in that hole and water it and plant the tree gosh that's cool have a p- potato tree <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> <laughs> potatoes off of a tree. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we get to pick them <laughs> and pull them.
1: <laughs>
4: I guess they'd rot and keep uh, you know, moisture in there plus the Sure. The, like a compost in a way. That type. I I don't know, but that we are replanted one when we lived in a place uh, down at Arcola, and I was by there the other day, and that thing is huge, and that's been at least. <laughs> you did it right. <laughs> I'm going to try the that potato
1: thing
2: myself. <laughs> that's great. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I love it. I love hearing things like I that. I do, too.
2: An old garden practice okay. you never know. Yeah. Anything Have else, Mary? Have a great Mary? day. And- Thanks, Aww. Mary.
4: You, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. The name of the day is Keep Cool. <laughs> oh yeah honey
0: <laughs> i like that advice <laughs> thanks for calling in mary we appreciate it sure bye-bye three bye-bye all right this is plant experts live at prairie gardens our phone number 356-9397 that's 217 area code or you can text 351-5357 we have a text that is asking Four years ago, landscapers planted a red twig dogwood and a false indigo. Both were two-gallon-sized plants. Both are now huge and (laughs) taking over the space planted in. What percentage of each can we cut back and how far back to the ground should we prune? Also, thinking ahead to next spring, can these plants be transplanted with few to no issues? And they say, thank you. So uh, uh, red twig dogwood I've heard of. False indigo I haven't.
1: Baptisia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did that help? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Has real pretty purple But I'll purple pretend flowers. it did. Oh. And okay. Or yellow or white. Yes, or that Or lavenders. Too. Many new colors. Yes. Baptisia, that's a perennial. Um, it's a native. And yes, it can be transplanted. I would do it in the spring. Probably no issue. Um, the red twig dogwood, on the other hand, a shrub. Uh, boy, are they beautiful! Especially in the well, they're beautiful any time of the year. But in the winter, the colder it gets and we get cold, uh, the more red the the stems get. And what a great thing to have in your winter landscape! Yeah. So a little bit of color, but. Like we were talking about earlier with the hydrangea, Sharon, you can take 25 to 30 percent off of a plant easily, whether you're taking off the top or you're taking off sides. Um, inside, um, you know, thinning out the, the the limbs. But it sounds like what they're having is um, a width problem. So you you can certainly take off the sides, certainly, uh, 25 to 30 percent again. So you know is. 25 to 30%. Let's measure this. No, I'm, I'm not that exact. I, it's all about the ish for me. So, you know, just, just look at it. Like Sharon said, step back and look at it. Um, think what you need to, to prune off. The dogwoods aren't going to be quite as aggressive, a gr- not aggressive, fast a grower as the hydrangea. Um, so you can take off some. You could also dig some off of the side of the clump, and I would do that in the spring also. Oh, um, to, to narrow the plant. Um, I, I don't think I'd even take off 25% though. I think I'd, you know, just take off, um, uh, enough to make a difference in the width of it. Okay. So it wouldn't have to be that much, but I would do that in the spring. Wouldn't you? Sure. I would. Yeah.
2: yeah, definitely. Cause I think if you do it late fall, even early winter, you're, it may not survive. You're but, setting
1: it back too hard. This yeah. this too much invasion in, in the, the crown and root system of a plant.
0: Yeah. Now, when you're dealing with a shrub or whatever that has gotten so tall, there's no way you could, you know, reach it without a cherry bucket, cherry picking bucket or whatever you call those things, <laughs> 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 without mechanical assistance, uh, let's say. So how do you, how do you deal with those? Do you, do you cut them in the middle at there at,
1: you, you hire somebody with a bucket? Really? Come on. Yeah. Or two I, people well, with I'm, a large ladder. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not. I don't do ladders so much anymore. You know, yeah. sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It just depends on how high you have to get up. But uh, you really do need to work from the top, uh, unless you're thinning out, and that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about it just getting too tall, you do have to work from the top. And if that's the case, and you want it down to be, you you want it to be half. It's ten feet tall. You want it to be only five feet tall. Mm-hmm. Don't take off five feet. Um, do it a couple of times. Do it early in the season and then do it mid season. Don't do it late season. We talked about this last week. Getting to the point where you don't really want to be uh, pruning because you're going to start stimulating, new, still be stimulating new growth. And we don't want this young tender growth going into winter because winter is coming. I mean, we're in the middle of August and it won't be long. Yeah. Um, so you, you just want to be careful. You, you can still <clears> prune. <throat> you still got time for plants to harden off. Uh, before we get really cold, but
2: we're getting close. Think hard about it. Yeah. Okay, good advice. And probably the best advice is try not to let it get out of control like that.
1: In the first place. Yeah. Don't. Saves, <laughs> saves a lot of heartache.
2: Yes, it does. But boy, have I been there, done
1: that more I, yes, than once. I have too. I've
2: walked around the corner and went, ooh, when did you get that tall? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of like
1: kids. You turn your back on them and they've grown three feet overnight. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, good point.
0: But yeah, I have the problem myself with some burning bushes. You Your know. burning
1: bushes are getting too big. Oh I
0: th- yeah, they uh, they are because I mean honestly, they were already maybe seven feet when we first moved in. Holy Whoa. moly! And they're just kind of yeah, they're probably at about I want to say nine.
1: Okay, girlfriend, it's time to start thinking about it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But I bet that's pretty in the fall.
2: It really is. Oh, my
1: gosh.
2: Big, full, but it's just very red. Where are those located?
0: Uh, Right outside my bedroom window. Oh, nice. Privacy
2: fence all together. No kidding. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Uh, Hey, okay, I wanted to ask you real quick. Um, Well, I don't know if it'll be real quick or not. Wait. (laughs) We have um, a flower bed in front of the radio station, and uh, Karen York is just on top of it. She takes such good care of it. However, it's
4: crazy
0: because one side of the sidewalk is just doing so well, and the other side (laughs) is just they're wimpy-looking tiny little plants. And they aren't growing at all and the only thing separating them is the one sidewalk and she and I were trying to you know what about how much Sun is it getting or one side over the other and and I told her to uh, email me and let me know what exactly I could tell you that she's already done so she uh, she says these beds were planted on the exact date Watered the same time and and days, used the same fertilizer three weeks after they were planted. They mulched from the the mulch was from the same company and spread on the same day. so you can tell you know she 's really thinking through things uh, she checked to see if one side had too much around the plants and uh, some of the plants really don 't like sun and <laughs> they 're actually planted in the sunnier side, and they 're doing better than the other plants on. The wrong side of the sidewalk so what what else could we be considering and what on earth could what are the factors going into something like that
1: she listens to us doesn't she yes she does she's awesome so my first my very first thought because everything obviously is done exactly the same is that the soil is different in the two beds
0: that's just it's amazing that that could happen because it just, you would think that you know they do the construction they build the the building and then they landscape it all and you, they
1: backfill and have have you ever watched wow. the process do you know what they backfill with <laughs> no i no i can
0: watch it in like super fast motion on this old house channel or something gotcha. <laughs> so well really, a it lot could be of times, soil
1: a lot of times it's not real nice soil that gets put back into what we want to use for our flower beds. Um, I've known people who are building houses um, that write into the contract that there has to be x amount of topsoil brought back into uh, certain locations. So you know it's just one of those things you have to think about. Not one of the things you do think about though unfortunately.
2: And I have a question about where the sidewalk is in relation to the flowers that aren't growing very well.
0: The um, <clears throat> the, it, the sidewalk in between the flower beds Runs north south and then uh there's a walkway in front that runs east west
2: if these are all sun is there a shade <clears throat> is there a tree here that's if
0: there's a tree on either side uh, excuse me
2: but it's on the north side of the bed
0: but so
1: they, it's, it, it is there there's yeah.
2: a tree here and on this that mm-hmm. end though
1: right so it's it's on the north
2: side of the beds well i ask about the sidewalk because it can get hotter oh. than people realize
1: that's true absolutely can
2: and it can give off heat So, sometimes it will affect something maybe that's a little, doesn't really want that kind of heat. Right. That's where (laughs) mulch
1: helps a lot. A little extra water helps a lot. Mm -hmm. But my first thought is that uh, the soil soil needs needs to be amended. Yeah. Yeah. Really?
2: Okay.
0: So, really, it's should we get a soil testing
1: kit or whatever? No. No. I mean, (laughs) just
2: enrich the soil. Just enrich
1: it. And what do I always tell people?
0: Compost, compost, Post. compost. You got it.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> and are these perennials or annuals uh, or are they a combination a of combination.
2: both? Combination. Yeah. Okay. Like are they annuals? The ones that are struggling. Cannas and marigolds
0: uh, and uh, coleus is what I'm looking at.
1: That's all annuals.
0: And but both the an yeah I, they're yes they're all annuals then and the, I get well no there are cannas in here those, those are, those they are just, just you can't see them
2: because they haven't grown very much. <laughs> That should be an indication right there. If the cannas are not doing well, the soil is the just, has no good. nutrients. Okay. It's just fill, yeah. just wasteful. Okay. So get out there with some really good compost and some garden soil. Mix it up. and, and, and
1: do it in the fall if you can. Mm-hmm. Get
2: it all ready for spring. Top dress it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I want to know how the squash is doing.
0: Oh, it's doing really well. Have you
1: harvested?
0: uh uh no I, I i wouldn't do that just because I don't feel it's my place uh, Gotcha. got you um and Who's i got think the squad at it's
1: it's, it, it's at the station oh at the station they have they had <laughs> it was a it was a it was a unknown seed. Nobody
0: had. Oh. No, we didn't have. We hadn't planted anything, and Karen just brought out some seeds and just threw a handful in. Just said she she doesn't know. She didn't know exactly what they were, and so some <laughs> you guys some, were brave. <laughs> some I think were coneflowers, but then the yeah the, a squash started to grow.
1: I, I think that's really fun. I mean that's something to do with with children. Yeah. To to oh look at it, it's a surprise. That's yeah a good that's point. fun stuff.
0: It's um very I have it's very um large and <laughs> very large uh, very
1: bumpy bumpy oh it could be a spooky and... ooky one oh yep here it is
0: I I'm sorry but it just looks I don't know yeah
1: that's a squash you know what that's going to be uh <laughs> and I don't it nothing nothing I think it's by me blush does it <laughs> looking at it though. It's, great ivy it's one of those things that you use in the fall
2: for fall day de- de- oh beautiful fall decor yes yeah and if you dry it, no, you want to eat it yeah yeah, <laughs> and speaking of fall
1: decor, do you know what we have in just huge numbers right now mm, let's could, see, guess i brought mums. i brought a couple of them in i we have some of the best color i've seen on mums right now um and we even have the tricolor mum which has been very very popular it's just three different colors of chrysanthemum potted into one pot and it's just a a wonderful mix Mm -hmm. now they're just beginning to show color so we're going to have color on those for a few weeks one of my biggest questions this week is how long will the color last well it just depends (laughs) i got to say it (laughs) (laughs) Um, it it depends on the weather yeah, if it's if the heat will make them move faster and it'll fade, they'll they'll go faster. Um, but if it cools off, and I know someday it's gonna just know it, um, <laughs> we'll we'll have you can conceivably get between two and four, maybe even longer if it cools nicely yeah. um, out of one chrysanthemum. But weeks, weeks. Oh, yeah, sorry, thank you. I forgot to say that. <laughs> right. So yeah, I, we just have mums like crazy in all different sizes. Uh, we've gotten in all sorts of annuals. Uh, for fall color. So it's it's definitely time to do that. In containers, right, Sharon? Yes. It's time to think about transitioning those those lovely mixed containers into your fall containers. Because yes. so, some of the summer stuff is looking tired.
2: Yeah, some of the annuals are starting to look like, ooh, I'm giving it up.
1: I'm done. So pull, <laughs> you can pull <laughs> that's, it that's out. That's how I feel. So you can pull it out and
2: put, uh, I usually use smaller plants, but you can use, depending on the size of your uh, pot, take out the annuals and then make a little area and put in something new and fresh and it, it will it doesn't take much to make it look really pretty we
1: have a, a just a, a striking number of four inch uh, fall, saw them. fall yeah. annuals so you, you don't have to get these larger ones which are these chrysanthemums anyway that are one gallon two gallon i think we even have a 16 inch out here oh, right really? now that's really showing off color so anyway we're going to have these for a couple months now. So you can get earlies, mids, lates. And in, that's any, the other thing. So yeah. Different,
0: different bloom
1: species times.
2: will mm-hmm. have bloom time. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's
1: just fabulous. <laughs> so you can stretch the season
2: for a couple months. It's and mums are great for your Halloween decorations. Oh, my gosh, Put them yes. inside. Of those squash, oh, <laughs> wow. pumpkins, oh, set them around. They're really nice. If you don't want to put them in the ground, just keep them wet. But they do make a really nice presentation if you're absolutely. doing something they like do. that. Absolutely. And I got to so. tell you, if you do put them in the ground,
0: like I did last year, boy, they're. I mean, different sizes. They all have grown large, and they're the same size. Your mums, um, yes. See the yellow okay. ones are starting to show, and it's. I'm glad you exciting. said that. Exciting. That
1: is exciting. Um, the mums we sell are not right now are not mm, perennial mums. We okay. do not sell them as perennials. We sell them as annuals, and like you, once in a while you can plant them and they'll be perennial. It just depends on the season. Really? Yeah. Um, I've had a number of people tell me that they, they leave their mums in the ground and mulch. Don't cut them back in the fall when they're done. Right. Mulch over the entire plant. Over the, all the top. Even if it's a foot tall, you want to mulch over that entire foot of, of height. And in the spring, you start pulling it back in March probably, wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and cut the tops off. And there should be some new growth coming in. That That's not 100%. I right. can't guarantee that. But once in a while, you can make these mums go through the winter. Absolutely. Also,
2: if you do that, and then in the early spring, you're starting to see the green growth. Underneath, don't immediately cut off the old leave it on there so it will protect it if we get one of those wild little frost deals that come through which you can
1: guarantee we will <laughs>
2: yeah. but just leave it on until it's a little bigger and then you know it depends on how uh controlling you are in your garden that little dead stuff you can take it off it's yeah. no big deal okay good and
0: yeah that's the other thing i love is that it grows so uniformly it doesn't need uh you know trimming or anything
1: just want to say that our hydrangeas are still 25 percent off and we've got a nice selection mm-hmm. beautiful lots of chrysanthemums Lots of um, chrysanthemums. Some gorgeous coneflowers that are 25% off. Grasses. Now's the time. Now's yeah.
0: the time. Okay, good. Thanks. Thank you, Marianne Ann Metz. Thank you, Sharon Erb, for Thank coming you. and joining us. Thank you very us. much. It was very nice. Thank, oh, you. Thank you, Sharon. You bet. It's always nice having you here, girl. Uh, you've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with our plant experts, Sharon Erb and Marianne Ann Metz. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leek. Have a wonderful day, and we'll have a podcast of this show later today at WDWS.com.